Well, good morning and welcome to Local Matters. Uh, we are discussing education matters today, and my special guest is Dr. Darren Smith, the Dean of the College of Agriculture and Human Ecology at Tennessee Tech University. Darren, welcome back. Hey, thank you very much for having me, Dr. Bell. Well, it's always great to see you, and there's always a lot to talk about uh, in terms of things that are going on. Why don't you tell all of, all of our listeners a little bit about your background and, and sort of how you got to, to tech? Okay. Um, well, I did – I'm Pennsylvania-born, undergrad at Penn State. Then I went to Colorado State for master's, was up at Cornell for three years, got my Ph.D. at West Virginia University, was out at Eastern New Mexico University and worked my up and then came here for the deanship. So you are, are dean of a uh, multidisciplinary college. Uh, it has a agriculture in it with a lot of subspecialties there, and then human ecology. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about both of those. How large is the College of Agriculture? Okay, um, we we currently are about three hundred and twenty students um, in agriculture. Um, we're hiring faculty right now. Uh, we have great young faculty, absolutely phenomenal faculty, and um, and we're just kicking right along. We've been increasing our recruitment and enrollments up over the last two years, um, doing really well. Well, that's great, and and I can imagine why enrollment is up. There are some great great career fields in in this college. Uh, it, a lot of your faculty come from places other than Tennessee, though. they It's a, truly a faculty that represents the world and the, and the nation. So tell us about some of the, the kinds of faculty specialties you have. Okay, in agriculture, so we, um, we're very animal science heavy. So we just hired uh, Sianna Bohe. She's out of Texas A&M. Um, uh, Texas girl married to an Australian, so we're really that? international. Yeah. Um, we hired a new poultry scientist, uh, Victoria Ayers, and she's an Ohio uh, native and also got her PhD from West Virginia University in one of my best friend's labs. Um, we have uh, Dr. Bear is Ag Engineering Technology, and we hired a new Ag Engineering Technology faculty that will start in December who is actually from Iran. Uh, interesting so interesting he'll be starting here um of course then we have strong ag education with dr duncan and um ag business uh we actually have an open position that we're hiring for this next year um we're hiring another animal scientist we're, so we're growing and yeah and a lot going on just that's sort of a just a range of faculty i mean and you've also got the School of Human Ecology in there. Uh, generally, how large is it? Okay, they're about about the 220 range. Mm -hmm. So it's also growing. Um, we have fantastic faculty there, great faculty there as well. Um, some great young hires, the Eric Gunnels of the world that took over the housing design. The kids love them. It's, been, it's taken off. That's great. Um, Rafaro and Hannah in design. Rafaro is... Um, more of the family and children. Mm -hmm. um, and then Hannah's also design um, that does more uh, merchandising and design as opposed to interior decorating. 
So, and then of course, lots of I, I'm I'm leaving people out, which is sure. unfortunate. Well, that, I, and I wasn't <laughs> expecting you would you would go through everybody, but that sort of shows the wide range of of activities that that go on inside your. Uh, uh, your college, you've got housing design, you've got dietetics, and uh, and dietetics and agriculture are not unrelated, are they? No, they're really not. <laughs> um, we actually have a joint thing that we work with human ecology. We produce some of the food at Shipley Farm, and they those human ecology students prepare it and serve it in the Friday Cafe. So we're doing the true farm-to-table within our college, which is really nice, and, and look at the nutrition benefits of home-raised food. And that Friday Cafe experience is something everybody ought to ought to get involved with. You you get a chance to meet some great young, young folks, men and women, uh, that are in uh, various parts of food service training, and uh, they are going to be the managers of our uh, and and some of the super chefs also in our uh, our great restaurants over the years, but that's just a that's really good on the job experience for them, isn't it? It is. It really is, and it, it you're correct. It is an awesome place to come eat lunch because everybody likes to be on a college campus and just see the energy of the students. And these students, you know, both agriculture and human ecology students, I will tell you, in my opinion, that they are. It's, it's a way of life for them. It is not a job. It is yes. their culture. Yes. And they're there and they're motivated to be there. They're not just randomly picking a degree. They are highly both sides. I've, I've always said I've been blessed with the best student body on any campus. And they've been wedded to that framework probably since middle school. Yep, or grew up in it. Like, uh, yeah, you know, grew up in it in just, many cases. Right, they're yeah. out feeding cows at two in the morning, yep. you know, yep. at daybreak with their dad when they're two. So, you know. Yeah, it's it's in their blood, no yep. question. Yep. Well, you've introduced, uh, you've got some great programs, so let's talk about the programs you've got and some of the new things you've introduced. Just give us a uh, sort of a survey of all of the programs that, a student could get in the College of Agriculture. Oh, you want me to name all of them? Okay. Well, just whatever you do off <laughs> okay. top of your no, head. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so it, we'll start with agriculture just because it's A. So, of course, we have plant and soil science. So the specialties, that ranges anything from soil scientists to greenhouse production, turf grass management, all those type of programs, forestry, that, that type of stuff. Um, ag business management, and I know – we're going to talk about a little bit about that. Um, of course, we have our animal science degree with two tracks, the industry where you want to work in the animal industry. And then our biggest program by far is pre-veterinary medicine. Um, that's huge there. Um, ag engineering technology, a great program. Uh, farm mechanics, yeah, in effect. Farm mechanics, yep. irrigation. Yep. Um, barn construction, you name it. And, and of course, that also goes into a lot of the GPS, global positioning, all uh, auto steer, all those it, type it, of things. It's amazing, the new drone technology and the kind of steering on the, on the combines and the tractors today is it, – it's not the ones that I grew up watching. Me either. <laughs> but uh, we uh, – we have multiple people, faculty with drone licenses. The kids get to fly drones. Um, you know, we have a, a, a donation from a donor a, a little bit back, and 
So we have a side-by-side with auto steer GPS positioning. So they can actually plug it into a handheld computer and make it drive wherever you want. So we can drive around the quad with no one in it. And it, <laughs> and it just goes or it can go back and forth like it's mowing your lawn, all that new technology. Uh-huh. It's crazy. The kids are learning that, and they need to. Well, they do. That's, that's where the world <laughs> is. And uh, it will um, yeah. uh, it, it, it in increases agricultural productivity, and so do the drones. I mean, they can map a, a forest or a, a food plot and uh, really tell what's there and tell what insects are there, too, can't they? Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's out of my area, but it's amazing technology. I know one of my faculty members is working on a drone that can fly over fields and give you a plant count. So it's 10% alfalfa, 20% clover. It's, you know, this much weed. Yeah. And, and I'm talking like a quick flyby. Right. And, and so that's phenomenal technology that, that they're working on here. And, and, and they can fly over a forest and tell what kind of bug is infesting that yeah. forest. Oh, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing. And yet, boy, uh, leading edge science for, for agriculture. Right. Now, we also have, of course, our ag ed education and our ag com on that side. Um, and I believe that covers my ag part. Okay. On, on human ecology, we have human nutrition, dietetics. Um, we have child life, which is they learn to be advocates for children, particularly in hospital settings, things like mm-hmm. that. Um, we have the children uh, development and families. And the Child Development Lab at Tech has been there many years and is a big part of early childhood there at Tech. Absolutely. And um, that's truly under the college education, but our students work in it. But your students work in it. They do. Yes. And so um, we have those type of programs in human ecology. Of course, the food service that we mentioned, um, trying not to leave anything out. And then merchandising and design, interior design. uh, Yeah those type of pretty wide range set of set of options and um, we want to spend a lot of time in our second segment on the new uh, initiatives that that you have um, you have brought in Uh, but let's talk just a minute before we do about the business of agriculture there are a lot of career possibilities for somebody going in agriculture and that doesn't mean you have to be a farmer does it Exactly right. You know, the old portrait holding the pitchfork, that's what people that don't know think of agriculture. It's not. It is big business. Um, You're running millions of dollars of assets. You're trading commodities. I mean, it is absolutely big business, and you have all the supporting structures to all that. It's You can get a job almost doing anything. And if you are interested in retail, there are farm supply stores and tractor supply stores and and all kinds of things. And then companies like Caterpillar and John Deere that make the equipment that that is used, there truly are just phenomenal opportunities out there for students that want to go this direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's an exciting area, and and the same is true on human ecology. If you you go into a modern hospital and look at the the dietetics program and the health science program that uh, that's in that hospital, the diabetes education programs that are there, 
those are majors from your college in a lot of cases. Absolutely. You know, we're not just uh, interior design in those times. We're really advocating for children, families, health, and and absolutely. And I know we're going to talk about the master's degree probably in the next segment. But Yeah, we're going we're gonna to segue into some, some of the new programs. But first, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. What's so important about shopping with locally owned businesses? When you shop local, your hard-earned dollars stay here in the community, helping to benefit your friends and neighbors, local schools, roads, and all aspects of community life. But what happens to my money if I spend it online or at a national chain store? In most cases, the profits go far away, out of state, corporate headquarters, or even overseas. It doesn't take any extra effort to shop local. Office Mart on South Jefferson and Cookville is your locally owned office furniture and supply store. For over 35 years, they've been proud to serve businesses in the Upper Cumberland with quality and value. You get real customer service, too. And unlike shopping online, you can actually see and try out the large inventory of office furniture in their showroom. And when it's delivered, it's not a box on your step. They're glad to install and set up everything. Office Mart. There's no other their locally owned office store in the region, South Jefferson Avenue across from Hardy's. Shop local at Office Mart. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking about the College of Agriculture and Human Ecology today, and Dean Darren Smith from Tennessee Tech University has, uh, has joined us. Darren, we've talked a little bit about the wide range of programs in the college, but well, let's talk about new initiatives and sort of new, they're not totally new career fields for the college, but you've really got some new uh, new programs, new degrees, new emphases in these areas, and they're really important for, uh, for future careers. So talk about the new degrees in animal science and design studies and how they're going, and, and then about maybe the partnership with the business school a little bit too. Awesome. Sure. Uh, so what we what we did is uh, um, removed a bunch of concentrations and actually now you can earn a BS degree in animal science with two emphasis areas. That was really important for our recruiting. It was really important because that's what all the other universities have. And so to try to convince them that we're the same, but we're not is a problem. So the new BS in animal science has two parts to it. You can be have the industry option where you become go into industry um, animal science industry and or work on a cattle ranch or that part of it. The second emphasis area is our pre-veterinary medicine, which is our largest program. Um, we recruit kids from all over to come to that. I mean, the numbers are staggering for us. And um, if the students do what they're supposed to do, they will go to vet school from Tennessee Tech. We place a lot of kids every year. Yes, you do. In vet school. And that's Hardest thing to get into, and, and the kids are do it real well. Um, so that's a real interesting. We saw a great increase in enrollment after the BS in animal science came out. Very powerful. The same thing on human ecology side, we went with the BS in design studies, combined a bunch of emphasis areas into two areas. So we have the BS in design studies with an emphasis in interior design, and an emphasis in merchandise and design. And, and of course, out of that program, we have the historic costume collection. So the kids use that a lot, too, under Hannah Upholt's charge. 
um, again, a great, once that moved to a best degree, a great increase in number of students. Yeah. Also partly because of the faculty that we've hired in there, both Hannah and Eric are exceptional student-centered faculty. They, the kids just love them. But it's, the curriculum's been changed, and it does really well. So um, both really strong moves for us and, and, the, and the students to provide what they need the most. And, and we know those programs will just continue to grow, and the great news is they'll find jobs. Absolutely. Yeah, as we talked in the last segment, there's plenty of jobs out there. If you want to work, you can get a job. How has um, virtual education changed the college? I know you've, you've, you had to teach online for a while, but do you see any permanent things going on where they – they can now access programs from Texas A&M or from other schools that they might not have gotten before so much virtual opportunity? Well, let's let's say not associated with COVID. Um, but we have put programs in place like the new Masters in Community Health um, out of human ecology side is a complete online program. Um, so that's really... Um, that was planned not because of COVID. That was put in place because it was the right thing to do. Um, I will tell you, traditionally, ag students and human ecology students don't like online education. They want to get their hands dirty. They, they, yeah. We are so experiential learning based where it's almost impossible. We struggled to do it during COVID. Sure. The kids struggled to be in there, you know, during COVID because it just wasn't, it's not what they're there for. And I think we will see studies, we're already seeing them, but we'll see more and more studies showing that some majors during COVID, uh, the, the, the online education worked really, really well. Others did not. And I always joked that I did not want my heart surgeon learning online. Right. Uh, you want hands-on education in those kind of kind of experiences, although there's some parts of even that that could be online. Well, and I will say this, uh, I'm pump up my faculty across the board. Every one of my faculty was dedicated to doing the absolute best job of online teaching as they could for the students, yeah. which was very difficult, but they yeah. all stepped up as the whole university did. But. They really did. It, it, no one was trained to do that or very few were, but, uh, Gee, everybody stepped up, and, and the students stepped up, too. and They did. And that's the way the world works right now. We're going to have to do it this way. And I'm so glad we're back to the way I we were. <laughs> I am, too. I, um, I, I taught an online class back about 15 years ago now, and, and um, I, I just um, I, I enjoyed it, and I understood the value of it. I, had, I taught in a business school, and... And I so I had students here at Tech, but I also had students at FedEx in Memphis and at the Oak Ridge National Lab that would have never come to Cookville to take the class. So there are values to it, but I kept thinking I can't see them sweat, I can't feel them get uh, uh, a little shaky on this topic. And for many professors, that's part of the experience is, it is that interaction between the teacher and the student. Well, and I always found, because I've taught online, but I've always found, 
you know, I can look at my students and I'll just stop in the middle of a lecture and go, you don't get what I'm saying, right. do you? <laughs> right? You can see the deer in the headlight. And yes. that online, it was a little hard. Uh, it's hard to do and that. And emoji won't do that no. for you in right. the same way. So um, it is good to be back uh, to quasi-normal anyway right. in, in a lot of ways. Well, um, I have um, – Yeah. So the – We've worked in joint with the College of Business. An exciting new program. Yeah, and and we're really excited about that. They developed, I believe, four certificates that have some relation to agriculture. And so the student can now fast track their senior year, um, take essentially half of an MBA requirements during their senior year at an undergraduate tuition rate. And for two more semesters following that, they walk out of here with an MBA and an agribusiness degree. And, um, you know, Tom Payne and myself and, and more our people have done a fantastic job putting this program together and as a real benefit for a student. I, uh, anecdotally, I will say that the parents seem to be way more excited about it than the students. <laughs> but uh, anytime we've mentioned it to the parents, they're like, really? You can do that? Yeah. And, and that's where we are. So Well, and it does. It stacks a credential on top where you've got professional training in agriculture or in, in the disciplinary field, whatever it is. And then you've got the MBA on top of it that says, I've I've taken higher management concepts and I can talk head to head in business, and it's a good mix. Yeah, it's an excellent mix. And the final new program that we have is um, we're coming forward to curriculum committee with uh, concentration under the BS in animal science of poultry science to go with our new poultry research facility, and so that they'll be able to get a, a degree in poultry science. Wow! Yeah, that will be sort of uh, unique to Tennessee Tech, and. And a big, uh, a big step forward. We'll, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk some about the construction and some of the new facilities you've got, and um, and and maybe how they affect some of these degrees because it'll give students some options they don't have now. Awesome. This is local matters. We're going to take a quick break. Welcome back to Local Matters. We are talking to Dean Darren Smith from the College of Agriculture and Human Ecology at Tennessee Tech University. And Darren, we were talking about poultry science right before the break, uh, and that leads us to conversation about some of your facilities and some of the new construction that's going on in the college. So talk a little bit about that. Awesome. Yeah, we, um, we're very blessed with uh, a Drive to 55 grant that's providing us with a $2 million poultry science research center. Um, I've been told that the final steps for completing that are happening this week. And so we're, we're going to hold a grand opening, a ribbon cutting. We've hired our poultry scientist as you we're working on a degree to go with it, but we'll have that up and running. And my understanding is our poultry scientist already has a couple companies that have already scheduled to run experiments in there. Wow. And so we're pretty excited about that. It's going to really take off, um, and we'll have more news on that as it comes forward. And but, will it be out at Hyder Burks, or where where will it be located? Yes, it's it's um, it's down the hill from where the greenhouses are. Okay, yep. all right. So a lot of folks driving out on Gainesville Grade will 
at least know the general yeah, it'll framework. Be, it'll be on the left hand side. You really can't see it from the road. But yeah, um, it, yeah it's it's exciting to have that done. It's been a while, but it. And I'm not saying this because I'm the dean. It is absolutely the premier poultry research building in the state of Tennessee. That's great for the college. Yeah, it, there's yeah. none better. Honestly, um, it's just something that Super. we needed to do. Yeah. And you've got some other new facilities uh, going operational also. Right. So we uh, got some really strong donor support and some support from the university, and we're building the new Ag Engineering and Technology Student Success Center. Um, it That's will, a mouthful. It is. Well, it's not quite that long, but I want to make sure I get it all in there. It's a place where, of course, we'll teach in there, but the students, like an innovation center, the students can work on different things. So it will have a metal shop. It will have a wood shop, certainly high technology. Um, we already have completed the large equipment lab, if you will, with big roll-up doors. You can drive a combine in and, and have the students work on it. Um, but this is going to be more in tune with the drones that we talked about, the GPS, um, irrigation, all those type of things. And so that's a million-dollar project, and that is actually being designed at the designer right now. And so we we should start construction on that, hopefully in the next. Well, we'll go to bid, but hopefully in the next couple months, because um, the designer's almost done with it. Well, that's exciting. Yep. The third project that we're working on, we're calling it as our greenhouse complex campaign. So one of the one of the things we really need to look at is. The greenhouse complex we have is about as old as I am, and <laughs> yes. that's old. It, it's an old complex. Right, and so the, the amount of technology that's in that is almost non-existent. But you can imagine in a real greenhouse where our students are going to go get employed, they're going to have cutting-edge research. You know, I can, the, the one we're proposing to build, I could run it, water, heat it, Turn lights on and off all from my desktop. Yes. Right. In, in, Probably from your car somewhere yeah, in another state. Exactly. And so we're trying to redo all the buildings, build a new building, and put a brand new greenhouse. It will be actually six 25 by 25 greenhouses out the back. So you can have different greenhouses for research projects. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. um, we're really excited about that. We're, we're starting a campaign on that. Um, we're looking to. We're multiple sources that we're working to raise money, and um, it, it's something that we're just starting to promote now. And in in greenhouses, uh, a, a term that's been around for some time now uh, is is hydroponics, and and so we we have water based agriculture in in inside greenhouses a lot of times. Uh, is there going to be more of that, or has hydroponics sort of reached its is it in a plateau stage at this point? No, I think that's still where it's moving. I think you're correct. I'm not, I'm not sure it's plateaued, but that that's a separate farm. So we have the Oakley farm, and up there we have just shy of an acre of greenhouses, and they're all hydroponics. So we actually are using hydroponics for multiple things. I have a brand-new um, higher-up-there greenhouse manager up at Oakley Farm, and she she's experimenting with different things, doing a great job. Um, we have pumpkins in there right now, hydroponic. We have gourds. 
She grew mums, gorgeous mums. Hydroponically. Hydroponically for our ag banquet. The whole room for uh, at the Lizzie Town Center was decorated with all the stuff that she produced from pumpkins to mums. Gorgeous. I think of tomatoes and lettuce and things like that, but it goes way beyond that. Right. We did tomatoes this summer, but we (laughs) wanted to try something in the fall. Um, So we did tomatoes like normal. We um, added cucumbers this year. We added um, chilies um, and peppers. And so we're doing a lot of work up there. And that is our hydroponic place. The new greenhouse um, won't necessarily be hydroponic, but it's such high level. You have different ways you can hook up watering. Well, tell everyone a little bit about the diversity of facilities you have For a technological university, this College of Agriculture has a wide range of farms. So talk a bit about uh, Heiderberg's and about Oakley and Shipley and the other farms that you've got. Yeah, sure. So we have um, a lot of people, if they don't know ag, know Heiderberg's Pavilion. Like the circus was just there. Um, And so they might have spent some time out there. But it it is um, still ag-based. So we get a lot of ag students, um, ag groups that come use it at almost no cost. We charge the circus, but we don't charge FFA, FFA, 4-H events. Um, You know, it's a nominal fee just to clean the bathrooms. That's it. You know, replace paper towel. Um, A great facility. Uh, We do have a proposal to upgrade that um, because it's 30 years old and, you know, everything needs a facelift about 30 years in. Um, but it's a great, a great facility for us. Um, and I, I want to give a, a shout out to all my farm crews at all the farms we have, um, in my, my life traveling around to major universities, Tennessee tech has absolutely the best farm crews that I've ever been around. And I'm not just saying they absolutely are, um, amazing. They do as much as they can and more with not enough funds, like everything. Right. And they make it work. And they always say to me, but you know, but you know, we'll figure it out. We'll make it work. And I said, my job as a Dean is to not have you say that anymore. And I provide you the funds you need, you know, we'll get by. I don't want to hear that, but they're, they're phenomenal. So uh, the sheer number of people we have running just like Heiderberg's pavilion and events which is, of course, in Tech Farms, and part of that is Shipley Farm. And so we have swine and a, a fairly large sheep herd and a really good uh, purebred cattle herd out there. Um, absolutely phenomenal. The greenhouse complex, as I've mentioned, and a number of things. We have, um, of course, the, the Poultry Research Center out there. And then we have dairy barns, or not dairy barns, but the sheep barns and the swine barns. Yeah, We have Hyder Farms, which has been updated, which is around the corner, donated by uh, Mr. Hyder. And um, it is, um, we did an environmental impact on it, and it is where we used um, for our exclusive cattle, like raise out the purebred bulls and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, Oakley Farm up in this side of Livingston. Boy, what a... What a wonderful facility Midland Oakley gave to Tech. It's absolutely beautiful. You want to go see it, go now, because with the train, these leaves and the mounds, oh, it's absolutely gorgeous up there. Um, But we run about 300 head of cattle. It's a commercial cattle operation to give the students 
that hands-on ability to see not, you know, a university versus like a real working cattle farm. And we have students that work up there. We hold classes up there. The greenhouse complex is up there um, with the hydroponics. Um, a lot of students work up there. Um, it's about 1,500 acres. We have some logging going on now. that. People... And, and you do research on effects of fertilizer on stream beds up there and all kinds, or you have in the past. And right. Just We're... all kinds of good practical research goes on at Oakley. Yeah, and it's actually cross-discipline. So we, we want... Um, we want everybody at the university to benefit from that. So we're putting an observatory in up there, or physics is, put an observatory in on a piece of land up there that you'll all be able to look at the stars and wow. astrological events when it's built. So we donated some land. My policy is, with its university, is it can't cost me a penny, but I won't charge a penny, make a penny off of you. So we have biology up there, didn't dove work, um, certain minnows that are in streams. Mm -hmm. We have ROTC have gone up there and done maneuvers <laughs> to train up in those hills. and It'd be a great, great place to do it. Yep. So we want everybody to be there. We want as many people as we can, as well as our students. I have driven around that property with Millard Oakley in his Jeep, and uh, I would have thought I was on an ROTC training assignment when I was with him. <laughs> Those parts are a little tough. Yeah, right? we, we had some great experiences down there in the Roaring River area. Yep. So uh, it's a it, boy, what a beautiful, beautiful piece of property, though. Well, um, uh, I, I know you've just got uh, phenomenal faculty and staff, and I'm glad you said what you did about the uh, uh, the the folks that that manage the farms and that that keep the things running uh that's true across the entire tech campus but i think it's especially true in your college those are great folks and just like the students they love what they do they're they're born for that kind of work absolutely they are well it's been great having you with us today we've still got lots to talk about but we're out of time uh, we will try to get you back in the spring and learn some more about what's going on in the in the College of Ag and Human Ecology. Darren, thanks for being with us. Thank you very much, Dr. Bell. I appreciate it.